This podcast is part of the Famous Original Podcast Network family. You can find us by going to www.fopnet.biz. Welcome. Everything is fine. This is a Good Place Podcast, brought to you by Nerdy Things Pod Productions. We are the Nerdy Boys. I am Tim. This is Kevin and Jules. Say hello, guys. Hello. hey And this is Everything is Fine, a podcast dedicated to the hit NBC TV show, The Good Place. We drop an episode every Monday, which corresponds to one of their episodes we caught up this offseason. We are now in the midst, and I mean literally the midst of season three. Everything is now happening. And we are talking about it with passion and fun and vigor on our <laughs> Facebook discussion group. You need to go check that out. If you, we have like 70 members now. Um, yeah. And we get numbers on how many people listen to the show. It is a lot, like significantly a lot more than 70. <laughs> okay. Like, like mo- not like, like more than times more. <laughs> yeah. Like more than if the three of us, told our friends to listen five times it's it's impossible for us to do that so yes that it's it's awesome that it's not just us and it's not just people that we know (laughs) right but the point is that means there's like lots of you who aren't involved in the facebook discussion group and if you were there you'd know how much fun it is so go on to facebook search everything is fine and search you know, go find us, get there, get, get talking to us. Also go on Instagram at everything is fine podcast, go to www.nerdythingspod.com and at nerdy things pod on all other social medias to follow all of what we do podcasting wise, which includes right now, Harry Potter month, which is going Ooh. happening. It's awesome. We're going to talk about the crimes of Grindelwald coming up this Friday. Oh so get great. ready for that. It is going to be great. Um, yeah, this episode of this show is a doozy. So was the crimes of Grindelwald. There's lots to talk about. So let's get into it. So let me ask you guys a question, uh, in regards to last week, the Arizona trash breakfast or garbage breakfast. What was it called? Breakfast. Garbage Garbage. breakfast. (laughs) We don't know what it is. We want to know what it is. Jules is from the state of Texas. Kevin and I are from the state of Massachusetts. If there were a breakfast named after your state, what would it be? And what would it be? Well, I don't even know if I like it or if I hate it, but they always say something about everything's bigger in Texas. Yeah, that's a huge whatever. But it'll probably be like some big, big pancake or something, some big toast. Texas. I mean, we already have Texas toast. Right. I don't know if so that's just if that. that's just us. It's just Texas. Toast. Yeah, it's just Texas toast. It's not Texas even French toast. It's not it would even be bigger. Texas French toast. That's what it would be. Okay. French toast. It would be French toast Trent. made of Texas toast. <laughs> I don't understand how that works. Trench French toast. toast. Trent. Yes. Trent copyright. Toast. Copyright. Yes. <laughs> that's fair. fair. What? What? Are, what? What are y'all known for? What is a- assholes? Like our breakfast would take a left uh, as soon as the light turned green and cut you off. Like I, I don't know how that we would work it, in a breakfast it the form. Big asshole breakfast. It's the Dorchester <laughs> left. Like I don't. <laughs> the wicked big asshole breakfast. It would be baked beans and scrambled eggs and hot dogs because is those are thing? made of lips and assholes. Well, baked beans. Oh. <laughs> Boston is bean town yep. because of Boston baked beans. So yes. It would oh, be that's the- why you'll have a big bean. T- oh, that's right. That's what it's. Wow. That a year later. Oh boy. I just <laughs> realized that. Oh God. <laughs> Cause uh, I would, uh, yeah, y'all d- probably don't know, but I went to go visit them, um, last, last summer. Yeah. And mm, yeah, October. I hung out with the, the other hung two out in nerdy bean boys. town, bean town. <laughs> and I just figured out why. Okay. God. <laughs> cool <laughs> it was fun yeah so there there we go a couple good breakfasts what? for you guys okay. to try. we have a ton of people from everywhere and we see that now that y'all are from everywhere in the discussion group what would y'all's what's your garbage breakfast providence what co- country <laughs> well i don't even know all the things what is your garbage breakfast let us know we'll put a discussion thing in the facebook group right on 
This will be fun because it's got to be derogatory. It has to make your place sound bad. <laughs> it, it can't be like, oh, well, mine is the breakfast of heaven because I love living in Iowa. No, it's the <laughs> Iowa is a dead cowville and it would be wow. raw, like Dang. almost dead cows. I don't Damn, know. son. I, I mean, like, I was just thinking just it was lost. just a flat plane of something, but you had to go dark. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we lost all our listenership in Iowa. Me- wow. Medium rare steak with eggs and ketchup. I don't know. Something, you know, that's, <laughs> that's the idea. That's the so idea, insulting. Where you you nailed it, Tim. <laughs> you get the Anyways, idea. I'm yeah. just really hungry now. Let's get let's get past that and let's just deliver the best part of your week. The, that grade A content. I'm keeping it simple. <laughs> just the best part of your week. Out of context, quotes of the week. Jules, kick it off, please. All right. See? See the look on his face? So great. (laughs) Um, Do either of you know anything about snail first aid? Oh, God. (laughs) It's like scotch tape. (laughs) And this one's really, really awesome. It took me a little while. Um, When is the right time to tell someone you are passionate lovers in an alternate timeline in the afterlife, but he doesn't remember because technically none of that happened in the strand of the multiverse? (laughs) Boom. Those are my quotes. Nice. (laughs) All in one breath. I had, no, Michael, you're confused. Evidence isn't a good thing that you want. It's a bad thing that you destroy. Oh, jeez. This is what happens when your dad is Donkey Doug. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want just any wasp nostrils. I want these wasp nostrils. <laughs> That's almost like a tongue twister. Like, I had trouble saying that. Right? Wasp nostrils. Jacksonville style, baby! 2,000 points! <laughs> <laughs> and then last, I had, I'm Sean. You are very afraid of me. Mm. <laughs> That's good. That's the most Sean thing of all time. Oh, yeah. Uh one man's waste is another man's water, and both men are me. <laughs> I left that one for you, Tim. <laughs> Thanks. How are you this close to being dragged into hell and you're still horny? Wow. I can't yep. regrender my chorf. <laughs> I don't even know what I was trying to say there. I remember the term happiness pump, but that's mostly because Eleanor and Jason made lots of dirty jokes about it. <laughs> you know, I never thought about it before, but we are kind of Bomba John. <laughs> <laughs> Bad news! I've been going to the gym a lot. Oh my god, and he rips the shirt off. Yes. We were a thing, and not like a casual, hey, I found two loose pills in the bottom of my tote, let's pop them and see what's good kind of thing. Oh yeah, you know. And I might still be in love with you, again, here, in this plane of existence, today, in Canada, during this brawl, with demons. (laughs) (laughs) And that has been out of context, quotes of the week. Oh god. I have no idea which one's going to be the title. All right. <laughs> it's got to be Wasp Nostrils. Right? Wasp Nostrils. I <laughs> yeah, think it pro- is. Okay, there you go. There it is. <laughs> or Jacksonville style, baby. I don't know. Yes, you're right, Jules. We don't know yet. Kevin, tell us what happened this episode. So, try, this anyways. episode, I'm, I'm going to try to condense this down. So, in this episode, Michael and Janet pretend to be some of the most inept reporters in history and go and visit Doug Forsett, who is living the worst life. He is the template for how to be good, except he is one of the most miserable, boring people I have ever seen, ever. Meanwhile, the gang is at a bar just chilling. Jason and Cheedy are playing something. Tahani and Eleanor are trying to figure out how to tell Cheedy that Eleanor might be in love with him in some strain of reality. And we have uh, the demons that show up in the bar with them and decide that everything is not going to be fine. Michael shows up, a brawl ensues, Janet kicks ass, and we end with everybody dying on Earth and going into Janet's void, which is less dirty than it sounds. The end. I love how Kevin's synopsis is basically railing on Doug Forsett for half of it. How can you not? Especially when it's played by Michael, what was it, Michael McKean? 
Yes. Come on, man. I don't. Ever since uh, yeah. Better Call Saul, well, I can't get behind that guy. <laughs> I love that guy. Ever since right, Laverne so, and Shirley, I can't get behind that guy. <laughs> Ever since Laverne <laughs> and Shirley. <laughs> All right. Jeez. So we open up to the very first time we see the inside of the hatch in Lost. No, wait. Yes. Wrong show. Yes. Wrong show. What an homage. <laughs> Seriously, all I could right? think was Desmond. Here we are. We've got Desmond. He's got to pr- press the code and hit the button. I was in that moment. Desmond, who's from Australia and often says, see you in another, in another life, brother. <gasps> oh, it's oh, all connected. Connections. Connections. I didn't, I didn't finish Lost. So. <laughs> this was season two shit. Come on, man. Yeah, right? Yeah, I, I, I didn't know what was going on the whole time. I don't know. But anyways, wrong show. <laughs> Michael kidding. and Janet, the scoops, show up <laughs> uh, to old the man Doug Forsett's store. <laughs> oh, God. You I were right. That. You were right, Maximum Derricks. You were right, most of you. It was Doug uh, Forsett. Yeah. And we finally meet the infamous man who's living his best life. <laughs> and he does the, they make him do the picture thing. They make right, him do... Right. Uh, the little turn and then just smile just with your just with your mouth not your eyes whenever i have to take and check someone's id at work i make them do the same thing like i make (laughs) them match the look on their license like i'll hold it up and just kind of emulate their smile until they do it because people do it instinctively and then i'll just put it back down and smile and hand it back to them (laughs) (laughs) oh geez so they want to interview doug forsett for the paper and Doug is happy to do this if it's printed it was... on recycled paper. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Now, Michael's response there was so Trumpian. Of course it's reci- recycled paper. The yeah. most. The most. The most. Sure. It's not just recycled paper. It's the most recycled paper. <laughs> We're going to have a great climate real soon. Um, so- The best. The best climate. Did y'all did y'all imagine that he was going to be older? Like I didn't. I kind of just expected him to be that same picture. No, I mean we knew that that, that was from no. the seventies, so it's been forty years now. I didn't expect him to it be anything but. It could have been Jeremy Barry sort of stuff. That is not how the seventies could have happened in nope. the future. No, nah, you don't know. You know what? Nah. The twenty seventies, yes, but we knew this was the nineteen seventies. Yeah. You dummy. You basic. Um, so, what I wanted, what why I want to know this: what was the question that Michael asked him to get him to admit to having a trippy experience that caused him to completely change his life to live for a point system? Like we just pick up where he's he's detailing that part of his life. What did Michael ask him to trigger this specific response? I want to know. Seriously, it was probably something mundane. Like, what was, what you know, what would it? Do you remember when was the last time you had granola? And he'd be like, "Well, actually, yeah, because all mm-hmm. he eats now is apparently beets and and some. What was the other thing? Radishes, radishes and, and, and radishes and lentils and lentils. Yeah, yeah. no thanks. You know, require a lot of water, and they have a small carbon footprint. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! Well, the radishes were there when he moved in, and he thought it would be mean to move them. Yeah, you don't want to be mean to those radishes. To the radishes? To the radishes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah, Doug Forsett is this guy who is very thoughtful. He does everything for the points. And oh my gosh, you've been sitting here 10 minutes and I haven't even offered you water. And then he comes back with water and it's piss. But oh. I don't want it to be too cold because then I've got a koozie for you or too warm. Then I've got ice cubes for you. I want it to be like whatever you need, whatever you he has gotten himself into up, a mess, up hasn't in, he? Yeah, up until that point, I was like, oh, that's cool. He's really thoughtful. He got a koozie. He has ice. Awesome. Cool. Whatever. And then that's when it all turns because then he mentions that he has his own water filtration system with his waste. And yeah. quickly, just Michael just spits out the water. <laughs> I, I, I'm out. Thanks, though. I mean, really. Yeah. Yeah. Up until that point, it was like, oh, okay. Really now? Okay. Awesome. Meanwhile, at a random Canadian bar, Cheaty can't even talk. He's so jet lagged, and Eleanor is still goo goo eyes over him. Maybe he'd be into her, too, if it wasn't for her awful grating speaking voice. <laughs> 
I'm glad you finally yes. brought it up. Right? <laughs> she has a. She doesn't have a bad speaking voice. No, no. Kristen Bell's voice she, is quite angelic, actually. She. I mean, she yeah. plays Disney princesses in movies, for sure. But compared and to she Tahani, always just, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. But so we learn next that Doug Forsett only eats radishes because he doesn't want to be mean to them. Yeah. <sighs> he's what got a big, big dummy. planter and he's growing them and he's he's growing lentils. And I love how Janet's skeptical already. Michael is still on board with this. But Janet goes, well, he only eats radishes and lentils. No, Janet. He also eats his own waste. Everything's fine. <laughs> Stick with the plan. Yeah, yeah. Michael still has this idealization about this person because he idolized him for so long. Like he has all the answers. He figured it out. Nobody else in the universe figured it out. And he's just like, we're gonna learn something from this guy. Never meet your heroes, man. Never meet your heroes. I think that's yeah. I was gonna say. I was gonna say like, what do we learn? from this portion of it we learned a lot but then one of the things that you know was underlying was never meet the people that you idolize because sometimes they're not the best or you won't learn anything or sometimes they eat their own waste i don't know (laughs) and michael legit thinks he's a star like he's impressed that he's so down to earth because he's famous and it was great coming from his mouth (laughs) (laughs) like him saying it ted danson yes i was like oh boy that's great it's no concept that people on earth have no idea who doug forsett is because doug forsett doesn't leave his own freaking yard for the most part um so special jacksonville style pool is the greatest game ever played am i right um yeah pretty much i mean it sounds like every three-year-old's game ever so yeah so what are the rules what what are the rules for this? So you, you can you play with your hands. You play with your hands. You do whatever, and you make up your own points. Yes, yes. Okay, those are the three rules. All yes, right. pretty much. You can do anything, make up your own points, and the the choice for Jason to award himself two thousand points. <laughs> it was it was pretty hilarious. Like two thousand points, and then Chidi's just like. You can just make up your own point? Okay, cool. Yeah, see, he, 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 the first time Cheaty makes a move, he goes 30 million points. And Jason's reaction is, damn, how'd you get so good at this game? <laughs> right? That's so good. This was a special episode for Jason. Even even Michael gets frustrated with him later. Um, oh, oh, God. What, you know mm-hmm. what? I, I really felt for Michael in that scene. I have some people in yes. my life I'd like to make go get me a, a coaster from the other side of the room. <laughs> <laughs> this is I think we all have a few of those people in our life. Um but guys, if you had if you if you had a query, a question regarding when to tell someone that you love them or that you loved each other and Jeremy Baramy but that that didn't exist in this earth's linear time frame but you still might love them now, do you think that Yahoo Answers would be a better place to go or Tahani, the former centaur. I'm not sure. It's Yahoo Answers up. has a lot of stuff, man. <laughs> you don't even know. There's, you know, everybody's asked every question. It's probably up there. I mean, I don't know because Yahoo hasn't been a thing for years, but it's probably up there somewhere. No, people still go to Yahoo Answers. Yeah, like they do. Tim, Tim, Tim goes there all the time. No, I don't go to Yahoo Answers. I don't look to other people for answers. I look oh. to myself. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I'm correct all the time. And Kevin. Uh. Most of the time. And Kevin. <laughs> um, no, I did have somebody at work apparently who asked like five or six people a question. It wasn't imperative that it was answered. And I come along. She's like, what's this? I say, oh, it's that. She goes, so you know right off the bat. I said, listen, Tim, Kevin, or Matt, one of the three of us just... Stop skipping steps. Just go straight to the source. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, Kevin and I are experts in, in what we do. Um, All right. Not kind of a big I'll deal. take your word for it. Kind of, kind of a big okay. deal. Just throwing it out there. Yeah, same. Me too. <laughs> I'm kind of a big deal. Actually, speaking of that, uh, if you what? guys don't, I don't know if, if our fans, if the Maximum Derek's YouTube 
I don't know if they YouTube or not, but if they do YouTube, you should go follow Jules the Human on YouTube because he's YouTubing oh. like crazy lately. And he and his band Vulcan played Luminari. Is that what it's called? Am I getting that yeah. right? Yeah. It's a, yeah, Luminari. Yeah. They headlined. Sorry, they didn't play. They headlined Luminari, which is yeah. like this pretty cool outdoor festival concert in San Antonio. And uh, the video that Jules shot was awesome. So he has kind oh, of a thanks, deal. Man. Go check that out. I appreciate cool. it. Little pimping or each other's stuff there. So, yeah, um, Yahoo Answers is not going to weigh in on this. Tahani's advice, I'm not sure, it was great. It was essentially like the advice from friends. You know, when Rachel was deciding she was still into Ross and <laughs> Ross was into Emily, and she's like, I'm just going to tell him because it's always good to hear that somebody loves you. No, it's not. Uh, that's not really always the case. That's bad advice. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, quick aside. I just- I read a fan theory on Reddit the other day about friends because the whole Ross Rachel relationship is basically in turmoil for seven years after mm-hmm. in the pilot episode, Ross walks into the cafe and his umbrella opens, causing seven years of bad luck for him. Wow. And it's seven years Whoa. almost to the day before they decide to get together finally. So wow. that's I, deep theory. I buy oh, into man. it. Wait, no, that doesn't work. It would have to have been seven years between when they broke up and when they finally decided to get back together. Because the show went on for 10 seasons. Something like and that. And they were together halfway but through this season was, one. This was like a full two. reconciliation or something like that. I don't know how it worked. But it was that right. they were plagued by disaster until the seven-year mark. That makes sense. That makes sense. That I buy. Yeah. Don't open umbrellas. Don't bl- no. let black cats walk in front of you. Right? No. Come on, man. Yeah. Don't do that. Welcome that back is. to Everything is Friends. <laughs> The Friends fan cast <laughs> within everything is fine. All right. All right. The Doug podcast in the podcast. has like five million rescue dogs and does the bidding of the hockey player from Dogma. This is random movie and TV show reference week. Yeah. <laughs> you, guys know, God. you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The group of yeah. hockey players, the evil demons from, uh, from Dogma. Mm. It's mostly because those kids had to have been Canadian because they were young street hockey players. When he comes up and goes, hey, you hoser. I'm like, dude, that's. The evil hockey players from Dogma. Uh, yeah, is, do I am I do I have rose colored glasses on or, or I really did enjoy that movie the, from what I remember. Dogma that was a good movie. It's a fantastic yeah. movie. Okay, cool. Just making was, sure. No, so good. I haven't watched it in forever. So good. So um, Janet and Michael decide that Doug Forsett is a happiness pump. Well, Janet decides, and then it's confirmed for Michael when uh, Doug Forsett comes in with potentially toxic makeup on to avoid having <laughs> the animals test it and then offers to let the two of them live with him permanently if they so desire. What is going on with this dude? Okay, so uh, this kind of just takes everything that we've been working towards this whole season and then it's just like, well, what do we do now? Because now we see this person that's quote unquote living a perfect life, but I don't even like. Nah, son, he, he, he knows sucks about at the this. point system. He sucks. Yeah. No, he doesn't. He knows. He knows that the point system exists, but he doesn't know the possible. actual points. And so he's just living sure. as if everything was everything, and it it doesn't necessarily follow. It shouldn't uh-huh. be this way. But then first off, knowing that there's a point system, does that negate all of the points because uh, he knows there's a point system? Maybe. Sean says something later that makes me think that that's true. Yeah, that's that's immediately what I was thinking. Yeah. 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 Your people. Because now he's. Yeah. (laughs) Because now he's doing it for the points. And then we've decided that in like season two, that if you do it just for the points and not for the, you know, the actual goodness of it, then you don't actually get the points and you don't actually get into the good place for that part. You know, so I think that's what it is. But does that count? Because he doesn't have evidence. This is much evidence as like a, I don't know, religion or something that it's a belief. It's a it's a def, it's a deep belief that he had his whole life based upon since that point in his life, and it sounds kind of ridiculous, but he thinks he's doing right, and that's what a lot of people base it off of, you know, base their decisions off of in real life too. This is just an extreme, but so so here's I, I I think 
like to that point, yes, I feel like his points are being negated because of it's not the right intent. However, I do think that Doug Forsett is an illustration that, yes, like Bill and Ted said, be excellent to each other, you know, all the time. <laughs> However, if you don't live life for some level of personal enjoyment, are you really living life? I think there needs yeah. to be a healthy balance between living your life in a way that is enjoyable because that's li that's celebrating life. That's celebrating the gift that's been given to us and trying to be most excellent to each other at all times, you know? So mm -hmm. that's what I think. That's the illustration here. But uh, yeah, the whole point system thing, we can, we can get into that in a little bit too, because I do think that there's an element of, uh, of bad intent or, or not so great intent there. Um, so, but, Chidi is crushing it in Jacksonville style pool. Uh, <laughs> absolutely killing it. He's sinking eight balls into beer glasses. That was actually really good. I was really impressed <laughs> with that. <laughs> that wasn't bad at all. But Eleanor needs to interrupt that so he can confess. She can confess her love, um, or that they're Bomba John. Because <laughs> in walks Bomba John, and I love Bomba John. He. <laughs> He just gives to the show, like just by having a name. Shut up, Bomba John. I think that we're really Bomba John. Yeah, I think we really are pretty Bomba John. What did Chidi think that she meant? What what he got? He goes along like that's a word. What did he think it? Yeah, meant? right. I mean, he's he's still kind of jet lagged. I mean, <laughs> really, that's probably he's it. Playing, he's, His yeah, brain he's interprets that like whoa. We really are walruses, like something off the wall. And he's like, yeah, that's deep. Yeah, he, yeah. it probably sounded something like regrender my charf, which yes. then he translated <laughs> into actual English words. Um, but yeah, man, Bamba John comes in to the bar and here's the crux of this episode. Here's where things could have gone one way, but instead they go to the other. Jason does the only logical thing. And he creates the Molotov cocktail. Now, if Jason had, I contend that if Jason had thrown the Molotov cocktail, they would have made it out of there because every time he's done it in the show, it worked well, except when he threw it at the train, but that doesn't, that doesn't really count when yeah. he throws the Molotov cocktails, <laughs> it works out for the good of the team. Somebody stopped him. Did you see who it was that stopped him? Uh, wasn't it Bamba John? Was it Bomba John? I'm pretty sure no, it was Bomba John. The, I thought they were telling was... him to stop doing it, weren't they? Like, not throw it. Who? The gang John, was trying Chidi to. And, yeah, and, and then Tahani. Bomba John stopped him from behind. Oh, with, yeah, with it was a, the, it was the demons. Nelson. Gotcha. So yeah, if they the had demons, just let like, him go, if they had just stopped, like, Jason, what are you doing? Let him throw it. They would have gotten out of there. But no, Jason was thwarted, and then there comes the yeah. demons. Yeah. Nah, man. No, like, you, uh, you guys, even, you're wrong. I'm so sorry. I hate to break this to you. You can't fight demons with fire. But they're human. No. They're in their human form. That's fine. For now. You think they have to stay in their human form? I don't know that that's true. Although they it's did hit him in the head. Distraction. Yeah, we still don't know <laughs> their limitations or, or anything like that on Earth. Right? Uh, hmm. But That's, but, that's yeah, the best they, part is we don't know any of the rules and we don't question it, right? Sure. Like, do you ever right? question no. what the physics of their world are, really? I don't have to know them until they have to explain them to me. I'm fine right. with that. Because later on, we're going to get into the whole Janet thing where right. she has an arm and she can do stuff. So we're like, oh, okay, cool. But yeah, they uh, Jason got thwarted like in very cinematically as one of the uh maximum derricks pointed out they just kind of apprehended him very quickly and put out the molotov cocktail which he brought up really fast he absurdly that so quickly fast. <laughs> honest to god like i'm he's with that good. that came out of nowhere <laughs> he's getting good yeah. <laughs> oh so um craziest snail funeral ever because <clears throat> it's a snail funeral I love how he it's not named the first. it posthumously. Ah, yeah. ha, 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 There we go. Fuck. So we, what? yes. For those of you who don't listen to Nerdy Things Podcast, once many, many moons ago, I don't even know if Jules is remembering this right now, no, I not said right now. the word posthumously. And Kevin told me that it was posthumously. And I'm like, 
I'm swearing. I, I've never heard it posthumously. I've always heard it posthumously, and that's the way I read it. So I I did like the Google speak thing, and they said posthumously. I'm like, maybe I'm just freaking yeah. crazy. He said, I named the snail L- Martin Luther Gandhi Tyler Moore posthumously. <laughs> and that's how every normal human says it. Yep. Oh, yeah. You, wait. Wait, I contend that Doug Forsett is not a normal human, but I will concede this point. <laughs> there you go. Yes. I've only ever read it. Really? You are, and you I are right. I, I, I don't know if I'm right or wrong. I think it might just be that that's the way that most people say it and that posthumously might actually be phonetically correct. But either way, I knew I wasn't crazy. I won't say I'm right, but at least I'm not crazy. <laughs> you are right. <laughs> Thanks. Wow. Oh, no. This was a like an eight-month debate settled. By the way, Kevin's been kidnapped, guys. Everybody <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kevin's a robot. He will never concede uh, to anybody why, being right. right. This is why everybody needs to follow us on social media. There's so many inside jokes happening right now. And if you don't follow us on social media or listen to our other podcast, you won't fully appreciate. So get on that. Um, so yeah, this funeral, uh, it's not, it's weird. Uh, and he has to walk three weeks to make a mollusk donation in his bare feet because he gave his shoes away. Um, and Michael decides to sit down with old Dougie and have a little talk. And Michael goes full on old timey reporter. Like this is straight out of a movie set in 1970. (laughs) I've been all over this country. And, you know, this great the blue regular marble. folk that are yeah. just the regular folk. It's like, oh, come on, Michael. Um, but he, he basically tells Doug kind of what we were just talking about. Dude, you got to have a little fun in life. And Doug wants no part of that. He no, no, no room Be- for fun. Yeah, because yeah, like in his head, he'll have his fun later. He'll have his fun for eternity. And maybe I, he doesn't know for sure. Like, that's still up in the air for him, but he's occurring. What's that word? He's gaining points. He's getting a lot of points, apparently, in his head. Accruing. Accruing. There you go. Thanks. I was going to say occurring. <laughs> Thanks. Posthumously. <laughs> say it wrong. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's just trying to... Is that trying to teach us or tell the audience? Like, what? Are, what is Michael in this trying to tell the audience that we need to live but still you know, have these good morals or have uh, enough good place points still in it, not to do so much bad that, you know, I don't know. What What is it to you? What did you get from that? Life is a balancing act, man. That's what yeah. I, that's, uh, that's what, that's my For general sure. takeaway from this whole thing. I mean, especially coming from Michael, who's newly minted human, effectively. Michael has right. just started experiencing things. And so, He doesn't like he looks at Doug. Doug is his own personal bad place because Doug isn't experiencing these things that Michael obsessed about forever that Michael can now experience. And the thought that he shouldn't be experiencing them, I think Michael is sort of projecting back on Doug and saying, no, man, you need to like, trust me, it's fine. Go to a sunglass hut. It's fun. No, I'm sorry. (laughs) Lens crafters. Go to a lens crafters. It's fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, so instead of just taking the humans away, uh, Mike, Sean sticks around because he needs to stick it to Michael. He is obsessed with sticking it to Michael. And Eleanor is just trying to convince him that, you know what? Forget Michael. He and Janet are 10 steps ahead of you. They're brilliant. You'll never see Michael again until Michael comes barging in the door, complaining about Doug Forsett <laughs> and drinking piss. Jeez. I mean, yeah. You knew that was going to happen when it just yeah. she just kept going <laughs> yeah, on. Right. I, it took it a little great. longer than I thought. I thought they'd bust in much sooner than that. Sure. <laughs> well, so when Michael does get in there, he and Sean essentially try and out banter each other for a little while. And Janet's fed up with it and says, screw this, and just goes house on everybody. And the crazy thing is... Like, I'm watching this and I'm remembering, oh, yeah, Janet, like, lifted Michael uh, or Sean up with one arm and threw him against the wall and she's super strong. But we realize five minutes later that she's doing this without her superpowers. This is just simply because she has, like, all the knowledge in the world of Kung Fu 
in her, sure, her yeah. brain that she just knows how to do it, but she is kicking everybody's ass. Oh, so good. That's, I love that. That scene when she got halfway into that portal. Holy crap. When just her <laughs> head touches it and that like light goes on in her eyes and she just like you could tell she was downloading knowledge. She suddenly knew stuff and then her powers came back. <laughs> Loved that. <laughs> instantly did y'all did any of y'all get like a kingsman sort of vibe yeah because we've talked about kingsman for a while but like i got that whole because they did like an aerial shot a couple times they did some similar shots and i was like oh and it's like in a a set place where she was just kicking a bunch of ass Mm -hmm. just in the in the bar and it was like oh so good i got i got some kingsman vibes in this one that that is a good point i it's funny because i wrote down like when the guy takes his shirt off and he's like, oh, I've been going to the gym a lot. And then kind of everybody gets involved. <laughs> Chidi gets in the fight a little bit. Tahani's hitting people with a, you know, pool stick like she's fencing, but not with the three points, de- three tenths points deduction. I'm like, this is a good old fashioned Sons of Anarchy style bra. Little brawl, bit. Oh, with, yeah. With the exception of interdimensional doors. <laughs> right. There were fewer of those in Sons. Yeah, fewer. Yeah, Less. I can't. I can't remember yeah. the. So <laughs> I haven't got all the way through yet. I haven't got to the the dimensional, <laughs> the dimensional portals. Doors I I kept trying to, I kept trying to reconcile the cabin. I can't prove it, but I think that Doug Forsett's cabin was Ron Swanson's cabin from Parks and Rec. <laughs> oh. I'm pretty sure it was the cabin they went on the retreat to in the woods. I couldn't quite get the right oh. angle to prove it, but I think the driveway was the same. I think th- I think this was Ron Swanson's cabin. I've never seen that, but it may, I mean, of course they would do that because yeah. less uh, location scouting. Yeah. Why not? We've already, they already got there. a good cabin. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, so, yeah, they're they're fighting people. Jason's throwing cue balls at people's head to save Janet, which was the greatest moment of her life. And <sighs> in the midst of the whole thing, Eleanor tells Chidi that she loved him. And he loved her and that she might still love him in this very moment in between punching Vicky in her face. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Let me just stop but this d- conversation for two seconds. Sure. Bam. Knock Vicky out on the floor. <laughs> Done. So, so does she, do you think, huh? Do you think she really loves him or that she loves him because of the idea that she's loved him before? You know what I mean? Like, did she have feelings for him throughout this whole season? Do you think? There wasn't really a whole lot of allusion to that, but only because we've already known that they could fall in love. Like, she had some interest, but, you know, I don't, I don't know. Just, I didn't see it as super romantic, but whenever she saw that they were a thing in an alternate time, whatever she explained, that's when she was like, oh, now I, I'm, might be in love with him so is this really love this time what is love baby Baby don't don't hurt hurt me me. don't hurt oh we all did it all right (laughs) (laughs) that's the end of the show (laughs) my my, so i was thinking about that too and during the whole beginning of the season there was kind of a puppy dog mentality with Eleanor to Chidi, you know, where she was just following him around like, oh man, you're the greatest ever and you're so awesome and we have so much fun together and I can't live without you and all that kind of stuff. And, but yet she was helping him and Simone get together. And I think there were probably two factors involved in her not seeing that as romantic. One was she was so deep into just trying to accomplish her mission, which was to learn about moral philosophy and be part of the study. And I know that sounds anti-Eleanor, but she really, I mean, hell, she went all the way halfway across the world to be involved. So she was like so deep Mm -hmm. in that. And the other part is Eleanor doesn't want to see herself as capable of that. So what's the easiest way for her to not think about being with Chidi in a serious way? Get Chidi with someone else. Yep. I think R- in my mind, that's equation. part of why she was gun- so gung-ho on getting them together, because she probably started to see the attraction and said, nah, let's take it off the table. Let's put him with someone else. That'll make everything better. Oh, and yep. then once okay. she saw that she was capable of it, she started looking at her time with him in a different lens and going, wait a second, I want to be around him all the time. I think he's the greatest thing since sliced bread. 
yeah, that's what love is. So, yeah, I think it's real. I think it's I legit, think so. man. I think so. If they're still alive. True. <laughs> so they kick all the asses of the demons through the door. Brilliant idea by Michael, although he finally gives all the credit to Janet, but he opens up the door as they push people through the door. They get Sean all tied up, interrogate Sean until he says too many mean things, and then Michael kicks him through the door again. I want to know what the next thing Sean was going to say was. It seemed like there was an important bit of information that Michael robbed us of. Yeah. But was uh, he maybe on purpose? Was he yeah, was he hiding it or does he know. just not care? Cuz I mean honestly, the thing of it is Sean lies. Sean can lie. Sean will lie. Sean chooses to lie and Sean lies effectively. So Sean's even a liar. but even if he does like even if he's trying to tell the truth, I don't know that it's worth listening to. True. It's a good point. Hmm. Yeah. I, I still want to know what it was, but you're mm -hmm. absolutely right. It probably would be meaningless anyways. Right. Um, so, yeah, Michael decides this is what we got to do. Got a plan. Let's regroup. The Doug Forsett thing, big fail. Coming to Canada, not a good idea. You guys go hang out with Doug Forsett or at his house because at least it's a safe place. Just take care of the kid and the dogs. We're going to go and get evidence from the accountant's office. Assuming that evidence is a good thing. We're, we have a little dispute, but assuming evidence is a good thing. It's a bad thing um, you need to destroy. <laughs> Freaking Donkey Doug morals. So, so yeah, we, this is the second time we mentioned Donkey Doug, but do y'all, like, I listened to the, I know, I listened to the Good Place podcast, the official one, whatever. It's all good. And we're they alluded we're to, yeah, yeah, we're confident. We're, we're a Good Place podcast. Um <laughs> <laughs> Donkey Doug, I didn't make the relation to why they call him that. D did y'all? Uh, no, no, no. It's his. It's his thing. Oh well, I thought yes, about it, yeah. but I didn't want to go there. So that's no, unfortunate. I, I had no idea. Anyways, I'm okay, really disappointed. That's too much time spending on that. But <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, but, I mean, I don't, okay, this is I, another. What do you think this, Michael thought he was going to get at the accountant's office. Like, what evidence does exactly. he think there is? That's what I was going to say. I was like, this is just another idea that's probably not going to lead anywhere, and he's just kind of grasping for straws right now. It's like this is the balloon. What else can we do? This is that whole episode the with balloon, the balloon yeah. and the the other ways into the good place. Like he, you're right. He's at the end of his rope. And my question is. The accountant's office, are they an impartial office like the judge or do they exist in the bad, the bad place? Like where, where are they? I think is his, they, is I was, his contention that they're biased and that they're putting, making too tight restrictions or counting points wrong in order to keep people in the bad place. Like what's his contention here? What is he trying to say? So my interpretation of this is that they are ostensibly neutral but that the demons are the Republicans who have gerrymandered the afterlife. And so oh. all of the points are done in a way that it reflects very poorly on people. You know about the points, you get no points. You do this, you get no points. So I just think it's, I think it's a rigged system because it's either been infiltrated by demons or the demons have argued for like really strict interpretations and just ruined it for everyone else. Let huh. me tell you something about the gerrymandering. It is not a good part <laughs> of this country. It is keeping the people from having the proper vote into the into the Senate and the Congress and such. How many neutral parties are there in the afterlife? Like we still don't know a whole lot of anything. We no, we don't know. <laughs> we know that Judge Jen it's three is one. Seasons in. Yeah. It's one and then we don't know. We assume the doorman's pretty neutral, except for he's easily swayed by frogs. That's right. That's true. True enough. Yeah. Okay. So it's at that moment though that the bar once again is teeming with demons. They're coming from everywhere. There's only one way out, according to Janet, and that is her void. If they can survive it, oh, they won't. Surely, they will die here on Earth. <laughs> Goodbye, Earth. In the... Wait, okay. So we're yeah. going to the void, probably next episode. It's probably they're gonna die. Their life's ending on Earth. Say goodbye to Earth because you're probably gonna die. But 
this definitely means, and we're going to get into theories probably, this definitely means we're going to see some more Derek, right? Oh, yeah. He's in the void. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, he's not. He's at Mindy St. Clair's. Oh, yeah. But he's, still, oh, I still man. think we're going to see more Derek because I want to. No, he's out there Dang wind it. chiming Mindy St. Clair. I forgot about that part. I thought he was just floating around in the void. But I do think we're going to get some wackiness because a human has never been to the void. And I think the void is the source of Janet's power. So I think everyone there is going to get some sort of Janet power. Ooh. And everybody is human. Uh, This is assuming everybody's human on Earth because Janet lost her powers. Yep. So we're going to assume that they're human. So that means all of them are human right now and they're all going to go into the void. So that means technically everybody dies. Well, and then gets recreated in the void because Janet got her powers back as soon as she even touched the door, which is how she was able to make them disappear. So I think her connection to the void, much like Star-Lord and his dad, is what gives her the powers. And I think that they're going to be connected to the void and they're going to have the powers. Let me ask you this question, though. If she only got her powers when she was having her head through the door, how does she get them to the void in that instant right there? If you paid attention, they opened up the doorway and she stuck her hand in. Yeah. Uh, she's, gotcha. yeah. Okay. And then made them disappear. Michael gotcha. did the clicker like a like a car. Right? Gotcha. <laughs> and then she put her <laughs> hand in, boom, void. That's right. Instant. So... So everybody's going to know everything. Would that change the way Jason acts? Well, <laughs> oh gosh. But Jason's going to know everything. That's going to be awesome if that's So true. if that happens, if they do get some of those powers, I think they're A, going to be limited, and B, it's not going to present itself immediately because they don't know how to do that. I think yeah, it's going to be a muscle. they them at the very least, yeah, right? They don't, have a, yes. they don't have that muscle control, like whatever it is, that virtual muscle. I don't think they're going to recognize that they have these powers, but I think the end of the episode, we're going to see it start to manifest. It'll be but also. Then we, saw, we saw earlier that when Michael was trying to give Eleanor those memories, she lost all her hair. But then became inoculated <laughs> to it. So I think Eleanor okay. will recover most quickly. Okay, cool. Hmm. And Derek was in the void for a bit. Yeah. So he left some stuff behind. There's going to be like a Derek layer in there, you know, oh, like, yeah. like the bud hole, a Derek, but like Derek's yeah. the, <laughs> yep. the dud hole, the dud hole. Exactly. Oh, the dud hole. Um, okay. So I, I think that's fine. We're going to the void. We got some theories about the void. <clears throat> I was, when I first watched the episode, I heard Janet differently and I thought she was saying, most likely you will die here on earth if you go in the void. But then when I watched it again, she definitely said they will oh, yeah. die on Earth. They're dead. So what What does that mean exactly? Because I, <laughs> Michael and Janet nope. go back, they go to Earth without having a life. So presumably they could still go back to Earth, right. but what would they, their bodies be decaying? left by the ones that they left behind like what so what does that actually mean see that's the thing i wish that their bodies had just fallen to the ground right like, that's I, what i was thinking that's what oh. i was thinking would happen with this because that's that's what makes sense to me like i think that she's taking them to the afterlife they cannot survive the afterlife without being in the good place or the bad place or the void so uh i really wish there were bodies to show it huh and, and then how okay. long can they stay there? Could they just like chill in the void for eternity? I think so. For for a eternity, yeah, probably. Learning everything, learning how to wield their new powers. Right. But can Maybe, anybody but, break into Janet's void? Is Janet yeah, still where is that? out I don't there? Know. Right. Because Janet, like, if they summon Janet, it, does she have to come? Is it just Janet's, or is it multiple Janet's? Like, yeah. So, so I guess leading into that, the. There's a spoiler that we're going to say, because the next episode that's coming up is titled Janet's with an S in the parentheses. So with that title alone, and I haven't read anything about it, with that title alone, I'm thinking, do all the Janets share the same void? Do we ever get information if they all have their own singular void? Possessive, though. My void. She does. But she also I mean, says Janet, how infinite it is. So it may be that she has a right. corner of the void that she thinks of as her yeah. void. But they're but all also, named Janet, so they can Derek all there. talk about themselves singularly. She hid Derek there and nobody else found out. She did, but it was also that even though it was infinite, he was right on top of her. So, again, yeah. maybe there's different infinite 
infinities and there's and no other Janet. Janets on top of her. I don't know. And no Janet is Janet's as on top of Janet. You know, <laughs> Janet's all no the way Janet down. Is at, at at advanced as her, so they wouldn't just go looking for a Derek. I don't think. Maybe, maybe not. Um, but yeah, there's so many questions about what all these Janets are. You know, what's going to happen? Do they? Sh- I, I'm still curious if they share the same infinite void or not from Elon. Well, we got yeah. four days, guys, to talk about this on the Facebook discussion group. So everybody, get on there if you're listening. No, nope. we're gonna what? We, we got a lot longer. Monday, Monday Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We have to wait boom, till boom. the sixth. That's right. Oh yeah. So we got like so a, it's about a little over two, two weeks. weeks. <laughs> we're going through kind of like an intermittent hiatus thing here. So two weeks off until the sixth of December, and then we're off again until the tenth of January. So what does that mean for us here at Everything is Fine? We're not sure yet. Um, (laughs) It is likely that we will only do episodes when they're doing an episode. However, brilliant ideas strike at moments when we least expect them. So keep an eye on the feed because we may just do a surprise podcast because we got something we want to talk about. Who knows? You never know. But definitely stay tuned to the Facebook discussion group because now we have two weeks to talk about this with void theories. There will be a thread just (laughs) called void theories. And I want to be a part of that. So we want to hear your void theories. Yeah, definitely. Theories and and thoughts and everything. I saw somebody just posted something as we're doing it. So that's super cool. But if you all have any suggestions about what another middle episode before you know the last episode of this year um on december 6th like let us know if you want to hear something specific if you want to like if you have if you have a good idea for like an episode we'll take it into consideration if you want you know if we have the demand for it sure we'll do an you know we'll figure it out another one or two we'll figure it out hit us up So get Let on the Facebook know. discussion group. Go to Facebook.com or the app. Search Everything is Fine. You will find us and get talking. Get feeding back. We like the feedback. Also, go to Instagram at Everything is Fine Podcast. Go to www.nerdythingspod.com and at nerdythingspod for all information about this podcast and our other podcasts. We are also part of a bigger group of podcasting friends called the famous original podcast network go to fopnet.biz newly redesigned and check out all the cool stuff that's fopnet.biz but as always this is everything is fine a good place podcast and i say to you have a great rest of your week bye Dutch here from Voice from the Underground, the podcast. My co-host and I want to invite you to check out our little corner of the podcast verse. At Voice from the Underground, we talk about all the crazy happening around us and try to make a little bit of sense out of the nonsense with little to no results. If the idea of hearing three semi-intelligent, outspoken nerds talk about politics, social issues, current events, sports, movies, pretty much anything that we decide to talk about because, well, it's our show, appeals to you, grab your shovel and come on down to the underground and then consult a qualified psychotherapist. Find us wherever you get your podcasts, just not where you buy your weed. Boys from the underground.